Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and it's one beer to find them. I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. And we're the Drunk Guys. And this week we are continuing our saga, our saga <laughs> of the Lord of the Rings with The Two Towers, Never Forget, by J.R. <laughs> Tolkien. <laughs> and we're starting with a Voodoo Ranger IPA by New Belgium. Nate, you brought this? Why are we starting with this? Oh, no, I brought this. this. I brought the other. Brought Why are one. you starting with this, Michael? I just realized I'm the one that brought this. Uh, because Aragorn, a.k.a. Strider, a.k.a. like 17 other things, is a ranger, and he does a whole shit ton of rangering in this book. He rangers the fuck out of it. And he He's the Walker, Texas ranger. Ranger just kind of means guy who is good at stuff. As in far as I can tell on this. Dude who could survive in the woods. That's what he, it means. He's really good with a big sword, and he can fuck shit up. But he could also like look at a blade of grass and be like, hey, orcs were here. A plane crashed here. <laughs> You ever saw that Walker Tank Ranger? Uh, <laughs> there was that there was that uh, era of Conan O'Brien show. Oh yeah, yeah when, with the lever when he had the lever that fucking because the company owned the same thing. Walker gave me AIDS. That one? Oh no no um Walker told me I have AIDS. Oh yeah. <laughs> Walker didn't give him AIDS. That would Pardon imply, me. That would imply, I took it too far. That would imply that Walker has AIDS and he couldn't because he hates the gays. <laughs> Jesus Christ. One of my favorite uh, Chuck Norris facts was Chuck Norris has a liver that he pulls and it shows videos of him fucking Conan's mom. <laughs> you know, like Conan would have like that thing he'd pull and be like, here's a ridiculous Walker, Walker Texas Ranger. Ranger clip. Those Chuck, Chuck Norris, Norris jokes, jokes were really fucking funny. All right, so back to the what fucking people is this of the show. Aragorn. Aragorn's a ranger. This is called Voodoo Ranger. There's no voodoo, but there is a ranger. And in fact, there are multiple rangers. And he's looking for Mary and Pippin who were stolen. They were By stolen. Orcs. And the orcs have them. And so Aragorn and Legolas and Gimli are out on a fucking journey to find that shit. And then they don't find them. So that's how the book starts. The, Aragorn is the, looking for the little ones. The fellowship is broken apart. Everybody's going their own goddamn way. And nobody knows which way that is. Much Fair? like Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, they have to go their <laughs> own way. Before the landslide, you know. Pulls them down. Pulls them down. Didn't they just like fire Lindsay Buckingham or something like that? What? Again. Really? Something just happened with Fleetwood Mac. I can't believe any of them are I still think, alive. I yeah. think what you're also describing, true. Nate, are rumors. <laughs> <laughs> A landslide of rumors. <laughs> so anyway, that's how it starts. And then they... And then they don't both... find them. They don't find them. They go to just battle a bunch of orcs instead. Well, they're on the trail, and they're like, oh, look at this. They're on a the trail. from the elf They're thing. on the trail, and Aragorn and Gimli and Legolas kill a lot of elves, or kill a lot of orcs. And then after they kill a lot of them and they have a contest and they kill a bunch of them, they end up at the, the horse people. The horse people. Yeah. The oh, hero. The riders of Rohan. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so uh, the reason why Mary and Pippi... Horse, <laughs> horse people implies a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> they're not fucking centaurs. Okay, but they're, whole, they're, they're horse people. This right? beer so, is good, by the way. <laughs> yeah, we didn't even say that. It's as good as a horse person. It's better. So, doesn't taste like horse. The orcs that were that took Merry and Pippin were killed by some of the humans of Rohan. I thought they killed each other also. The orcs uh, fought over them, yeah. Well, I, it was, it's not learned until later because it flashes back and forth between differing groups. It's very frustrating. So the first few chapters are just Aragorn gave me Legolas, and after everything is figured out, you jump back. So, And then Merry and Pippin escape into Fangorn Forest where they sort of wander around for a couple days or a day or two, and then they meet... Treebeard, the oldest of the Ents. All right, we're going to skim through this. Ready? 
<laughs> and then they carry the ring for a while. <laughs> Join us next week. <laughs> so the shit's all fucked up. So they meet Treebeard. They meet Treebeard, who's like the nicest oh, tree so man. Many beers for Treebeard. We got we got a lot of beers for Treebeard. So At let's have two. a beer for Treebeard. Who's the nicest dude? He's the nicest tree dude. This is another one. Oh god. Oh, ants ants are tree people. That's what you need to know. If you don't know that, then go away. Oh, this, I hate wasting this beer. Drink it all. This is from McKellar, San Diego. This is called Tree Blood, and it's an imperial stout with maple syrup. It's like 11% alcohol. It feels, the can is heavy. That's because it was filled with beer. It just, it feel, it looks and feels like a lot to deal with. It is 11.1%. Yeah. Imperial stout brewed maple syrup and coffee. Excuse me. That is Ooh. obscenely sweet. That is really intense. That is crazy sweet. It really tastes like maple syrup. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> It's delicious, but it holy is. shit, you can't have a lot of this. No, you can't. You can't. But Unless it's, it's you gr- actually poured it over pancakes. This is crazy. I would love this. On a, this would be great on chicken and waffles. This is both really delicious, this, this is, beer, this is and also like repulsing, and it's so <laughs> sweet. So intense. That I'm like, I can't really even drink the third of a beer. And I've had a few cans of this now. This is not my first time having this. I'm still like, oh, this is, I, I, it's too much. It's, it's, yeah. No, I don't want more than this small cup of it. But it's it's damn good for what it is, but it's not a thing you could, like, you can't have any more than a little bit. Do you get any coffee out of it? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit, not as much as the other ones. The maple, you get big yeah, times. This, is, maple this, the this is the first time I've ever had a beer where it's like, maple syrup. And this, every other time it's like, I can't fucking tell. I agree. And I've had at least a dozen where they promised maple syrup, and it has failed to deliver that. But yeah. this is the first one where it's like, oh, fuck, this tastes like pancakes. I agree. I believe we, in the past, had uh, Evil Twin, even more Maple Jesus. Yeah, did and that, that? that one was like the fucking central point, and it did not taste like maple. Maple Jesus? Maple syrup? No, it's even more pe- that's even pecan more pe- pie. pecan there pie. Is Are you sure ma- we didn't a much earlier have a Maple Jesus one? Uh, I don't know if I would have wasted that's, them. No, <laughs> there's, there's definitely... That's like a $10 bottle there's of beer. A bunch, <laughs> okay. There's a bunch of maple syrup beers. Maybe not a dozen. I might there are some Evil Twins, though, that have it. There's... Even more Jesus, like Michigan maple is one that you could buy. Hmm. I don't think we ever did that, though. I've had that. And that does also is similar to this, that you taste the maple. It's a different but thing. But this is, twi- this is you know, Evil Twin. We've talked about how it's the brother of the guy from McKellar. Mm-hmm. You know, now, I wonder, you know, we should have asked the guy when we were at McKellar. The McKellar dude obviously comes up with the recipes for at least some of the breweries. Does he come up with every recipe for every brewery that has his name on it? I can't I imagine. I mean, it's got to be two... A certain extent, there's some like autonomy given out there, right? Yeah. Or it's just, hey, we made this over here. I made this recipe here. Maybe now you're going to make it, and then, then you're going to do it later. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's no way to really tell. Evil Twin and McKellar are are twin brothers who are on like non-speaking terms. Are they really like on that bad terms? Apparently, according to the press. I mean, I feel like that's got to be like a like a like a play. It could be a publicity kind of thing, but. People made a big deal about it when they're like, hey, they're both opening breweries in Queens within mm-hmm. three months of each other. It feels like a con. It does. It has like an American Gods feel, like the two-man two man con. Right, yeah. But I don't, I, I don't know. Uh, Nate, you're, you're, you know, you might know about the twin relationship and others. Actually, I was just recently telling people about, about uh, the evil twin and McKellar and about how they're estranged. I don't know. I, I don't. 
it sounds weird to me. Like, how do you just not talk to your twin ever? That sounds very strange. But siblings do that Are sometimes. We? Nate's a twin. Yeah, I am. Like the two towers. All right. So anyway, Treebeard. <laughs> Treebeard. The Ents. They were fucking annoying as shit. They're like, whoom. Like, every fucking time they speak. Yeah, but... I actually thought in, they were really cool. In the end... They're badass. The fucking tree people of the forest are like, we're old and slow, but we're going to fist this wizard tower to death, <laughs> and it's going to be fucking effortless. You're just going to fuck it up. Like Saruman, who is the dick wizard of the wizard world, <laughs> who took over Gandalf and was just a fucking asshole the whole time, and he was like, hey, man, I'm Sauron's minion for a while, but I also want to usurp him and just do my shit. And the ants are like, eat a dick. And they punch down his tower. But it's kind of sad that, like, he's like this... He, Saruman is this immortal being, effectively. And he lives in this tower and is, you know, controlling all the orcs. And then all these trees will come out of the forest and, fuck and punch down his house. And, like, you lose. And it's like, oh, fuck, I do lose. Like, you're not that, you're not that badass a dude if you can get punched down by trees. And they lost one tree. They set one tree on fire. I was like, oh, that's fucked up. Let's kick this dude's dick in. And they fucking win. It's like, it's effortless. He's an immortal, all-powerful head of all the wizards who can do magic. And they get fucked up by trees and fists. That's it. The end. What the fuck? Just so you know, there, are, there, there is other stuff that happens in the book. But, I mean, this, is, this is the that's battle the of the tower. Yeah. Which jumps with, like... When Aragorn and Gimli and Legolas arrive at the tower, like, oh shit, this tower's all fucked up. What happened to it? It's like, oh, the trees fisted it to death. <laughs> That's it. That was the first half Ooh. of the book. And it hops back to Merry and, and Pippin. And also, they're tall now, mm-hmm. tall ish, because they drink ent juice, which is probably They're insane. very tall for hobbits, but still not that Are tall. Are they three and a half feet tall now? Yeah. They just, they just grow a little bit because they drink ent water. But also... Tree piss. Yeah. They just fucking fuck up Saruman and cast him out into the sea or, you know, into the abyss. And he's like, hey, don't be a dick anymore, man. So that is one big difference between the movies and the books. Yeah. Is that Saruman dies right here? Or no, 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 like... no, no, no. In the movie, he dies in the third one. Well, I mean, the fact that he dies... In both... In the movie, he dies in the third one at the final battle. And in the book, he dies... Well after the battles are over, right at the really they cut stupid out the, ending, they cut out they the whole cut out of the, movie the whole for sure. bullshit movie because it's fucking stupid. Yeah, really. They dumb. cut that out of the movie, which is they should have because it was retarded. But he doesn't for die. Sure. He gets he gets like magic. He gets his magic cast out, and he's just a sad man, and he goes away with his little worm tongue. The sad mm-hmm. man. Okay, we are like so out of order with this book now. This book has no order. It's that's it's, yes, my it does. Main it's like complaint. it's like three or four things happening concurrently. Well, yeah, that is true. This is my biggest complaint about books two and three of the series. Once the fellowship breaks up, Tolkien, everything's concurrent. It's concurrent, but like, if this book were written today or even written thirty you would, years you would, ago, you would hop back and you'd forth. Go, yeah, chapter one would be here with the hobbits and whatever. Chapter two would go over to these people. And chapter three would go over to those people. And this is like, back and this forth. is like Two Towers' first half is just everything from one side. And then book, t- the book four, I guess book four in the series of these things, Frodo and Sam, and it jumps back to the beginning of it. And it's like, and this is what's happening the whole time, by the way. Which is why one major benefit the films have, like they benefit from 
this different sense of pacing where like thematic kind of pacing where it's like, oh, let's show it over here. We'll cut over there. And like every scene will get to a suspenseful point and then we'll cut over to this other concurrent thing and get that to a suspenseful point, suspenseful point and we'll go back and forth and then they'll eventually Even wanting more. wind their way towards each other. So once you, in the films, once you get to the second and third movies, they're actually not really lining up quite directly with the books at all. No, they changed some stuff. Well, besides from changing I stuff mean, and by, introducing by some what bullshit happens in and cutting, what book and what, and what order because they like just that. say like this, they just take those events and they go, like, "This happened here." Well, this will you know, and this happened there, and they just kind of put them in some sort of order where you can get bounce back and forth between them. Whereas the book doesn't give a fuck about that, and it's like here's eleven chapters of this, and then the next ten chapters, let's go back to what was happening during that time you just read about, but over here, and it is so frustrating. It's it's so like anticlimactic, like. Oh, these characters are getting somewhere. Oh, no, then we're going to go back and see those characters get somewhere. It is a serious shittiness of the books. I mean, I, I, I liked these books. I didn't think they were, they didn't change my life. I mean, they were better than when I, when I read them as a little kid. But I, I tried to think of it as, for what they were, they were very good. It was, the pacing was weird, and the whole splitting the stories up was weird. But the stories themselves were great. It could have been like laid out better, hundred percent. Sure, hundred percent. It could have been laid out much better. But from what they were, they were great. And it was, you know, for the genre, it was the kind of the first thing of the genre. He, yeah, cre- he created it based after the Hobbit. Yeah, but it's true. No other book, no other big fantasy series, or do the same kind of thing. It, where there's nothing just, existed before this, did it? Well, I'm saying there in, were the, other in the future, even though like the fantasy genre certainly owes a lot to Tolkien and Lord of the Rings, they don't copy the specific way he told the story, which is book one was all about this specific character and goes you know many chapters all together, and then book two is a different set of characters and then many chapters all together. They definitely don't copy that. There's definitely a lot of there's a lot of concurrent stories happening. It just it the way it is laid out is I guess just maybe for us it's weird. Maybe back then it was normal, but for us it's it's odd to read the whole thing and then start over and read again. Yeah, it was frustrating when I read this. I was like, why are you doing this way? And the also, also it, it was fucking weird because it ha- all the shit happens and they you know, destroy a major villain and all that shit, and they have a bunch of battles, and at the end, or in the halfway point, they just jump to Frodo and Sam, and it's like, hey, they're just walking. <laughs> they're just going through shit, and, you know, no matter what else happened, it really doesn't matter, because they're going to do their own thing. Speaking of beers. other beers, we're going to get to this. So we really didn't give enough credit to the Voodoo Ranger, by the way. Voodoo Ranger. But this is another Voodoo Ranger. This is a different one. There are like three or four of Voodoo well, Rangers. What was, the last, what was the last one called? It was a straight-up Voodoo Ranger. Well, this is the Voodoo Ranger Juicy Haze IPA. He's got a fancier hat and goggles on the picture. I've had, I think I've had three. I've had this one before. I've had both of these, and I've also had the, the like Imperial version. They're all really good. And I think Nate's actually been to this brewery. They're in I Colorado. have, yes. I visited this brewery in Colorado. This is New Belgium? Mm-hmm. Yep. Is New Belgium the, in Colorado? It is in Colorado. At the time, they... At the time I went there, you couldn't get New Belgium beers here on the East Coast, but soon, soon after, you could get them. Now they're fucking everywhere, yep, which is now they're everywhere. great because they're actually pretty solid. I, they look more liquid to me. I've had, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I've had a few, um, quite a few, probably about eight or nine at this point. 
I've never had one that I thought was shit. I've had some that I thought were okay, which isn't saying they're bad, but in the craft beer world, it's kind of hard to stand out. Mm-hmm. They've all been at least this decent. smells amazing. Yeah, that's straight hop juice. This one is a little bit more like, like a, a New England IPA. I think it's the Juicy Haze. Mm-hmm. Like a... Voodoo Ranger. Juicy Haze. I mean, it's hazy. It's definitely cloudy, so... I don't, I don't understand why they're going to say brewed with spice added and then not tell you what the fucking spice is. Is it on there somewhere? I don't see it it's anywhere. It's a secret recipe like the KFC. Like the 11 herbs and spices or whatever it is. Also, or, it could be any number of Spice Girls. <laughs> <laughs> That's just scary, Jimmy. I, I don't want you to be a baby about it. <laughs> Maybe there's some ginger. I don't know. Nate, anytime now. I mean, no, I'm good. Nate's being a little posh about this, but we can be a little more sporty. Okay, so here's some other <laughs> things that happen in the book. <laughs> the first half of the book ends. No, well, okay. We have to talk about how uh, Gandalf comes back from the dead. Oh, word. Oh, man, back. that was some bull spit. Well, he becomes Gandalf the White. <laughs> he becomes racist. Because <laughs> gray, gray was not white enough. And he, he starts w- using Tide, and then he's able to get the he dirt out of his bleach. He just he just reappears and they, there's a couple of well, scenes I leading mean, up to it. Like, I had never, a dream. I saw an old man in white on the road. It's, it's never like, really Saruman. It's like, never no. really explained in this trilogy, but in the world of Lord of the Rings, which I, I have looked up and read, I never read the Silmarillion because it's horrendous. Because I have had sex before. <laughs> <laughs> I promise, not with myself, but Gandalf. And Saruman and the wizards like Radagast and all that. Oh yeah, shit. the brown guy. Radagast, the shoot, the the, the shit poop. <laughs> he <laughs> the made turd. an appearance in the Hobbit movie. A brief appearance, but they are immortal alien god wizards. Oh, that's fucking retarded. They're the Ishtar or whatever. Like they have, they're immortal beings and they come down. So like, it's not a surprise when Gandalf comes back. And so it's like, oh, he has magic. But well, it is a surprise because we don't. If you're, if you are reading if, these if, books, yeah, it, you don't have the other seventeen volumes. Well, we of we, lore. Ha- we have sixty years of you know knowledge after the fact, which makes which is what you're referring to. If you're just reading the books when they come out in 1953, well, or I'm, I'm sure when the book came out, they were like, oh fuck, Gandalf's back. For us, it's like, yeah, okay, cool. Golly shucks, Gandalf came back. For us, it's like, let's go. Ian McKellen's not going to be in one movie. <laughs> He's the Grand White Wizard. Yeah, he is. That was just, there's no explanation at all. They're just like, yeah, I came back now. I went through water and flames. And like, oh, of course, because it's a Wednesday. And then he's back. It was ridiculous. Also, we left out the whole first book where he gets uh, trapped by Saramani, gets taken away by an eagle. Oh, yeah, from Tom Bombadil, was it? Uh, well, Gandalf always, always, oh, he's he always is. off doing his own thing. And he's like, oh, I got trapped by Saruman. And, uh, a big eagle saved me. It's like, cool, man. That's good. Uh, so Gandalf appears, and then Gandalf makes it all the way. He he goes to um, Orthanc. That's its name. It's Saruman's tower, only to find that it's already been fucked up by the Ents, and so he doesn't really have to do anything. Well, actually, he does have to do one thing. He has to actually go up onto the tower and fist him in the butt. No, just confront Saruman in the butt. Is <laughs> to confront him in the butt. Oh, look at this. What happened here, gentlemen? I think you're talking about camping. Uh, it's 
weird. I don't think we ever mentioned that word, but nevertheless, here we are. This is Burial Beer Company's Tin okay. Cup Camp Stout. I can't even say that. And it is an ale brewed with coffee, low end, 5.5% alcohol by Burial Company. We've done some of their beers before. Always good stuff. What do you think? What do you this is much lighter than tree blood. This is much closer to coffee than other This ones. is like iced coffee the, the, with a touch of beer in it. Yeah. It I is. love it. I don't, but that's because I don't like coffee. There's a lot of things on them. I'm sure if I like coffee, I would like it. But I don't, and that's cool. That is really, I just get coffee, which is delicious, actually. All right, so here's some other things that happen in the book. Let's, let's have these last few beers, because the second half of the book is mostly bullshit. Okay, well, okay. It cuts it back is to Frodo, Frodo Sam, and, and Gollum. Sam, right, yeah. So uh, Frodo and Sam are walking around, and Gollum finds them. By the right? way, Gollum has been on their track since book one. We never mentioned that. He's been creeping. Gollum, and like everybody... Yeah, but you don't really see him. But Frodo is constantly like, I saw two eyes at me. And he does a bunch of times. And then at a certain point, he mentions it to Frodo, uh, I'm sorry, to Aragorn. And he's like, oh yeah, you saw that guy too? Oh. He's been following us forever. That was actually the very end of of Fellowship. That's where they were on the water. Uh, Yeah. But that's like, this literally right before this happens. But this is the thing that Gandalf does throughout the whole goddamn series and Aragorn does once Gandalf dies, is they're like the know-it-alls, and they're like, ah. Yeah, that's cool, man. Then it is as I feared. Like, they just say that kind of thing all the time. They're like, Aragorn or Gandalf or whoever, something is this, this thing is happening, and they go, ah, it is as I feared. Also, did you notice, personal opinion for me, Aragorn in the movie is way cooler than Aragorn in the books. Aragorn in the movie is much hunkier. I'd go. He's much him. hunkier, and just like he's super Do cool it. and like, yeah, I'm just gonna fuck around and like save your life. Aragorn in the books is kind of a dick. Well, because he's just like scheming to get his throne back. Yeah, in the movie, he doesn't want the throne back. He's like, he I want that sweet. I, elf puss. I, he wants that elf puss because it's immortal. <laughs> and he's just like, loose. I'm just gonna do me, and I want to live no, in he the woods. Want to do him. He wants to do. He just else. wants to stay awake just to hear her dreaming. <laughs> Wait, that's a song, isn't it? Yeah, While he's uh, far away, she's creeping. I don't, I don't know. That's the Aerosmith song where oh Tyler my was in the video. The one yeah. for, for one from that I was really crazy, stupid rocket crazy, movie. Crazy to forget her. <laughs> and he's been crying since he met her. <laughs> Should have never explained it to me. But like, <laughs> no, Aragorn in this book is kind of a dick. I mean, he's not a dick. He's just like he's he's fif- he's fifties or sixties, like fantasy hero. Just like, I'm pretty cool. Everyone like me. Like, great idea, dude. I can trace the fucking dick off a deer. That's all he does. Like, he walks around. He's like, I have been through these lands before. He's like, oh, cool, man. <laughs> like, that's awesome. Where are we going? I do not know. It is as I feared. And then they just, what does that mean? Shh, silence now. The Nazgul. And he just kind of leads them, but never actually leads them. He he's just got, says he's shit. Got, he's got a big sword that he smushed together back into a sword. <laughs> he had like a broken sword. And they're like, what's that about? Like, that is for when the king returns. Who is me? I'm the king. I smush it back together, and I've got a lumpy sword. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm ready to fist you with this old sword. <laughs> yeah, he is kind of a douche. He's he's just not he's not as suave as Vigo. I mean, to be fair, no one could ever be as suave as Vigo. No, I mean, I mean this is a guarantee. Speaking of suave, another beer. Eat that beer near you, Nate. You brought this beer. What is this? This is called Never Tell Me the Odds. It is by uh, Duclaw, actually. 
Oh, shit. It's oh, man. We've seen yeah. some of their stuff in the past weeks. But this is their double IPA. With Citra and Mosaic. There you go, sir. It's in a can. That's why we didn't recognize it, because all their other shit is bottled. So clearly, they're going for a Star Wars theme, but... Star Wars ripped off Lord of the Rings, so suck a bag, and Lucas. We're Disney. probably never going to do a Star Wars book on this podcast, so I felt safe using this beer for it. This book instead? What would a Star Wars I've never read I mean, I actually read Star Wars books as like a middle school student, but what would it be like? As did I. Vroom, vroom, his lightsaber went. <laughs> like, like, what does the Star Wars book sound like? Utini! The Jawa said scurrilously. No, 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 no. This is it's really good, by the way. Another pot. <laughs> Did you try this? I uh, I just I just uh, drank some of the foam so it didn't spill it. It smells pretty good. It's nice. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Citra and Mosaic are delicious. Delicious goddamn hops. Why I, did you choose this beer? So clearly, sending Frodo into the, Doom. into Mordor by himself, or you know, just with Sam, you know, just to get rid of the ring, the most powerful object in the universe. It's like sending a white Earth. midget into the heart of Detroit. Or 2016. <laughs> good luck, kid. Yeah, basically, it's impossible, but they go and do it anyway, because never tell me the odds. God damn it, it's crazy enough to work. Yeah. Did you guys see Solo? No. It was great. I loved it. That fucking Childish Gambino in it? He plays an excellent, tiny Billy D. Williams. I want to hate that guy, but he he seems really cool. I don't want to hate him, because I know that he's smarter than he lets on. That's probably true. Maybe I, 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 I know, I know, I know that this is America was a con. I know it was a joke. I think that was a serious thing, actually. No, it was a serious thing, but like the parts of it and the jokes about it, he planned that. I know he planned that. Anyway, Solo was pretty good, and he plays an excellent young Billy D. He's better at acting than Billy D. <laughs> well, well, Billy D was just is. like, "Hey, Colt forty-five, and like, no, 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 say Jedi. Uh, but oh. He, he, Jedi. He plays. He plays young Billy D. Not even young young Lando. He's young Billy D. <laughs> I have not seen it yet. It was, uh, it was. You know. It was great. I love. You it. know. If you can imagine, I have a, a pregnant wife who doesn't like Star Wars. So uh, I'm probably never going to see that movie. You'll see it when it comes it's on, on TNT. You, you see it on the. I see it on the TV. <laughs> on the TV. On yeah. the TV. Oh, that's going to be great. It's going to be just fucking awesome. Yep, you're going to watch it at 3 in the morning, holding a crying baby. Uh, shut the fuck up, kid. Look at this crappy Star Wars movie. Yeah, it's no, it's no A New Hope. I know, I know, I know, I know. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, I know who shot first. I think the new ones are better. They address that. Good. They do. That's awesome. Very explicitly at the end, it's like, okay, I get it. I, I, can I, we get back to Two Towers? Yes, we can. Please. Yeah, so We should never forget. Frodo, Frodo and Sam... <laughs> Are so, wandering, and then they come up on Gollum, and he's like, hey, let's do the thing, and they're cool. The but, end. no, not quite. Uh, so, <laughs> Gollum, somehow, I can't remember exactly how, but they keep Gollum from just murdering them. Well, because Gollum's been tracking them for fucking the entire school. Well, that's because, it's because he has the ring, and he says, I'm the master, because I have the ring. Gollum's like, yeah. That and then he, like, sense. promises, right? Yeah. Oh, they I make promise. him swear, and he's yeah. like, oh, I have to My precious. I promise to the precious. Yeah. Okay, so they do that. They uh, put him on a leash for a little while too. Don't so they? Gollum, not moves. in a gay way. Very. Gollum uh, leads them uh, to Mordor, but he knows this. But Gollum knows the secret oh, way in, into Mordor instead of having to go through um, the main gate. The secret that would being be totally crazy. The secret being the back door. <laughs> no, but seriously, Gollum, it's like there's the main door, the black gate, which is huge and foreboding. But it's like, oh, also there's a back door. Like, oh. 
Well, it's sneaking through there. Like, oh, no shit, dude. So, first, Gollum's like an asshole. And he's like, I only told you that I'd take you to the gates, fuckers. Uh, and they're like, you suck, Gollum. So like, what he like, does the, is he's he the worst version of a technical genie. <laughs> so, yes, exactly. That is what he does. So, uh, But what he does is he tricks them because he brings them through this path where there's a giant spider that attacks them. And like kills Frodo. Shaloba. What the hell is that? Shalob. 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 Uh, so what happens is uh, the ch- the giant spider, I won't say its name, the giant spider attacks them and stings Frodo. In the chest hole. Yep, in the chest. And Sam, but Sam manages to fight off the spider. And However, Sam thinks Frodo is dead, though we actually don't find out until the next book that he's not Sam's really dead. Sam's a so, really shit assistant. So we'll he's find out. Dummy. So we'll, actually, this one part, actually beginning of the next book, this one part yeah. is where he finally actually steps up. Even though he didn't have to. The but whole anyway, time he's um, like, I've been carrying my kebab oven and my rotisserie set around <laughs> for, for a year. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I've got to leave it behind. This is so sad. Like, dude, so, fuck off. So this is the part where... Or whatever he's doing. So this is the part where, because Sam thinks Frodo is dead, Sam takes the ring. And he is going to try to complete the quest on his own, even though that's just, twice as impossible just as like before. Van, just like Vantine. Who? On my own. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's a lame Miz joke. Timely. Yeah, for sure. Um, but so he has like an internal struggle. He's like, oh, I can't take, th- I'm not fit to do this. It was trusted to Frodo. Also, he's like, but wait, dead. Frodo's dead. I guess I'm the heir of this. I better go do it. So Frodo didn't die for nothing. Let me put the ring but, on. And he puts it on. He's invisible then. He's invisible. But while he's invisible, he overhears the orcs talking to each other. It's like the only time the orcs ever really speak. But no, the thing is that he can the, magically the, no, understand no, no, no. their no, language. The, the, or, oh, the, orcs, the orcs talk to each other when uh, they have flashbacks to Merry and Pippin, and the orcs are carrying them. The orcs speak the common tongue. They're just, as in the movies, they're fucking cockney assholes. Right. So they're uncultured British people. I see, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but in this point, well, so once he puts trolls. the ring on, he can understand. He can, yeah, he can understand them, he can and he finds out that, that, San, that Frodo is actually still alive, that the spider only uh, stunned him or, you know, it only it paralyzed him. Meat. They like to juice yeah, him. something like that. So he's actually still, still alive, so he goes, um, oh, my God, I have to do something about this. But then the book ends. You don't Frodo was alive, what he but in the hands of the enemy. Indeed. Is that? That's the last line. Oh, okay. That's the only part of this whole series I remember. Like, explicitly. Oh, I don't remember any lines besides the 800 fucking songs that I skipped over. Speaking of songs, let's drink these two beers. Yeah, speaking of songs, this book was a... Was a song? No, it wasn't. Was it a fantastic voyage? It might have... One might say. Oh, it's a New England IPA. Yep. This is a New England IPA by... I don't know what company this is, though. Uh... It says Hoppy, Floral, Tropical, Juicy. But what company is it? Connecticut Valley Brewing Company. Okay, there you go. I'd never have heard of them. But nope. I had some of this. <clears throat> I had some of these before. It was very good. I liked it. There's a yellow submarine vibe on this can. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, this New England IPA is my new favorite thing. It is just delicious. It says it's a true American beer on, on the can. So this is really, I get like strong orange flavors from this. Good try, though. Orange the fruit, you know, like really strong. <laughs> As opposed to the what? As opposed to Cheetos? <laughs> no, like orange, orange the orange color. flavor, orange, like artificial flavor. Orange the house of the Dutch. That's what I was thinking of, yeah. No, but like as opposed to like orange flavor in a sort of artificial sense, like this tastes like orange peel. It's nice. You don't get something like pretty strong in there, like pithy almost? Uh, yeah, I, I get something. 
pithy is almost condescending. Pithy means using few words. It's fucking delicious. What are the details on this? Uh, it's made in New England. Made by a real Connecticut cunt. I don't know. It's made in Connecticut. It's true. It's only 6.5%. That's delish. That is delicious. So, Nate, do tell. Whatsoever could a fantastic voyage have to do with this book? Yeah, well, the whole quest to get rid of the ring and stuff... That is totally a fantastic voyage. Mm, why, is this, why is this your favorite of the series, though? So this part at the end is actually kind of my favorite part of the whole series. Um, I thought... The, the cello part, and all that shit? Yeah. Where, you know, it's not that this is the first time something actually happens, because that's not really true. But this is the part where, at least for a little while, it actually seems like they could fail. Because for the first part of the whole book, it just seems a, a little bit too woods. easy. And then... In um, in the first part of Two Towers, you know, they meet Treebeard, and then the Ents just go and fuck shit up. It's like, you never even knew yeah, they it, were there it before. It fucks and, up an immortal wizard. It, yeah, exactly. But this is the part where with their tree things get more with a character you actually care about by this point uh, actually has real trouble. And anyway, I just thought this part was exciting and actually pretty cool. And the fact that Gollum tricked them was also like, was, you know, was also a nice little twist. There's a lot of things leading up to this where they think they can't trust Gollum, but they, they end up being able to trust Gollum. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of like increasing things where they, as the reader, you're led to believe you can trust Gollum, right? There's a point where Sam wakes up and he sees that Gollum is kind of like caressing sleeping Frodo. Well, he's got like clearly like a split personality thing going on. Well, or half sneaky. Or half sad, sad Gollum is like, I'm going to kill him in his sleep. And the other Smeagol is like, hey, you know, he's cool, man. Don't worry about it. And it's like, oh, I should watch out for this dude because he's fucked up in the brain hole. Well, yeah, because he's like a 700-year-old hobbit who's been holding a ring, eating in a cave, eating raw fish. And orcs. And what? yeah, and whatever and else. The occasional you orc, if he could catch them. That sweet orc dick. <laughs> That's what he does. He golems it up. So Gollum becomes an interesting character, which is where this beer comes in. Oh, tell us about it. Oh, God, this sounds interesting. Oh, we talked about this recently. can't remember. So anyway, uh, this last beer is definitely for Gollum because this beer is called Short Fuse. This is by the Threes Brewing Company, which is what we were talking about. This is a foudre fermented smoked Hellas. Threes Brewing is a thing. They're from Brooklyn. They are. And I think we talked about having to one day try the to The third get best borough. So good dick, Staten Island. So uh, I don't really know anything on there. There's no alcohol information. It's more fun to be surprised. Well, there's like a legal requirement. I think if a beer is over 10%, you don't have to list what's in it. Paler than I expected. Right, when she smoked, right? you think it'd be a little darker. Yeah, you'd figure. Whoa, this is strange. It's because smoked or probably many things. You can tell that it's smoked. It's super low alcohol. It's like 4%. Oh, thank God. It's kind of weak. Kind of sparse to me. Yeah. It's almost like it's a little watery. Uh, I was recently at Three's Brewing, and I had a few of their stuff. There's definitely a smoke flavor in there. And this is not, I did not have this one, but I had one there, and it was one of the best beers I've had in my life, 100%. This is not one of them. So I know they're better than this. But this is just not me. I don't know. Maybe people are into this shit. So this is interesting. So a fudra, or however the fuck you pronounce it, is a giant wooden barrel. And most breweries make their beer in stainless steel containers because they're really easy to clean. A food is a thing that is a big wooden barrel. And the wood flavor is part of that. And then, by extension, whatever weird bacteria and shit start living in that wood is part of it, too. It's a weird symbiotic bunch of shit that starts happening. 
So it is a distinct thing. It's kind of like an old school thing because that's how beer was made, you know, 150 years ago, even 100 years ago. No one was doing stuff in stainless steel. Old timey style. I definitely get a smoke flavor out of this. You guys don't get that? No, no I definitely yeah. do. Yeah, I do. I mean, honestly, to me, it tastes like if you took Budweiser and added some smoke flavor. It's 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 pretty thin. It's, it's pretty, light like, body. Very thin. I get smoke. I get a light beer. There's a little bit of tartness in there. Very, very faint. There's a little earthy flavor in there. This just isn't my bag, baby. Yeah. <laughs> no. That sort of thing is not my bag, baby. That's fair. That's fair. Awesome powers? I mean, it's been a long time. That's like the first thing where they're like giving him all his shit back and they're like, one Swedish made penis enlarger pump. And he's like, that's, that's not me. That sort of thing's not my bag, baby. And they're like, okay. And the receipt the signed by Austin Powers. Yeah, and then like the warranty card. And then, honestly, it's not mine. And then one signed copy of Swedish made penis enlarger pumps and me by Austin Powers. That sort of thing is my bag, baby. <laughs> and then you see the cover. And, what? I, I don't even know. <laughs> Fucking the best. Like That's the part of the movie I didn't think was funny. It was okay. I was like, I didn't really understand it. Now that's my favorite part of the movie. It's a, it's, you know, it's a deep cut. It's a it deep is cut. a deep cut. That when he takes the longest piss. That Actually, that I thought was really funny when I was like nine years old. Anyway, this beer is weird. I don't really love it. Very strange. It's all right. So why short fuse for Gollum? Did we say that? Because he's Be- a fucking weirdo. Because he like go gets angry and goes crazy like really easily. He definitely has a very short fuse. Well, he's a hobbit. <laughs> Everything about him is short. <laughs> <laughs> Do we drink for a beer? We drank for a beer. Yeah, we did it. We did it. The quest is over, guys. <laughs> One for now. more to go. So the end of the book. I'm getting confused with what happens in book two and what happens in book three because they fucking overlap. Yeah. Shellob stabs Frodo. He and gets knocked out. Sam takes the ring, and the orcs take Frodo away, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. and that's it. That's the end. And then he gets shut behind a door, yeah. and he hears them talking, and they're like, we can't kill him. He's we alive have to save still. him. He's alive. We have to take him and all of his shit mm-hmm. to the Dark Lord or whatever that's, the hell he's that's called. That's the end. And then Sam is like, oh, this I'm retarded. T- I don't know what to do now. It's the taint of the series. Meanwhile, uh, Gandalf and Pippin are writing for the city of Minas Tirith. Which they never really explain. It's like, hey, you come with me. He's like, cool, man. Well, it's because Pippin picked up the Palantir. You're my type, Pippin. No, Pippin, oh, he, he, Pippin he, he, picked up the seeing stone, the Palantir. And he fucked up all that allows shit. Sauron to see. That's because that Worm Dick was using it. Uh, well, it was because Saruman was using it. But like, wasn't also the oh the steward? Or is that later on? He yeah, was later, he was whispering later. in Theoden's ear. That's Worm Worm Dick, right? Yeah, we we that old Grimma Worm Tongue. We skipped that talking about that, but that there happened were, way earlier in the book. There were the first, so many book three, yeah. so many subplots mm-hmm. that don't fucking matter. Yeah, there's a lot going on. There's or a lot. like when you, when you try, yeah, they don't matter. Like if you try to like map out the plot, you're like, oh, and then they go over here for a while, and then you kind of go. Mm-hmm. Why? The thing that did it best for me was I saw um, uh, a map of where everybody goes, just not like a, like a plot summary, but just like where everyone is and where they split up, and that sure. helped the most because it was just like, oh, they're doing their thing, and then oh, the end. Okay, cool. It was confusing as fuck, and I've yeah. read this twice now. And it's just like you know the series is about you know like yeah, going to fucking fuck up the ring in Mount Doom and. Really, that boils down to not that much of the series. That's like about a chapter. Also, there's a bunch of other stuff happening that we read about. So, well, uh, do we really want to go into so that why bullshit? is this? Why is this your favorite? Oh, just because I like the part at the end. Just because the part well, at the end. Because it's. I think it's the most interesting action. In the whole series, like, like I can he, see he gets that. stabbed I can in see the that. in the chest by a spider, but like, well, it's also the betrayal, and then Sam having who, who to who betrays anyone? 
Gollum. Well, I mean, I guess, but he's always kind of shifty. Well, yeah, for sure. But anyway, there's just the trick and the twist, and then and then Frodo dying. You think for a little while, and then Sam having to take it upon himself to try and finish the quest on his own. And I'm also all the time while I was reading it, I was also just picturing that scene in the movie in my head too. So that oh, definitely Frodo getting stabbed in the chest. Yeah, for sure. And Sam being like, "Oh my god, now I have to do this myself." And that's like definitely a really good part of the film as well. Yeah, no. So it, that definitely helped me sort of enjoy this more, knowing what already happens and, you know, being able to picture it so thoroughly. Even though I haven't seen the movies in a long time, but I have seen them. I, and I seen could them still picture in a them. a very long time either. Most of them. I've seen them all exactly once, and one of them I saw less than once. I saw them each once in theaters, and then I saw the first one when it came out on Netflix like a month ago. But the others, not since then. So you're saying if the movies didn't exist, you wouldn't enjoy the book the same way? That may actually be true. Yeah. I, f- I feel like it added a certain amount of like cons- like being able to follow along what the fuck was going on. It is confusing and as fuck. Because the movie is games. not as just like, here's the first half, here's the second half. Like, it cuts and back and forth for, in, for each, in a dynamic For way. each book, because not, not like each book in the series, but book one, book two, book three, book four. Each book has is almost split in half between some action that happens and then a really long conversation where they go on and just explain things forever because there's a lot that needs to be explained. And was this, was this because what, was I sort of the knew whole where bullshit it was about going. Faramir and all that shit? Yeah, Faramir's in oh, this book too. No, no, Faramir's, uh, he, we meet him in this book, but we, he, we get into him more in book three. Okay. Oh, um, deep into him. Could I just finish my point, please? That was, so I, what, I, what I was saying is, Faramir. what I was saying is, through the long conversations that definitely went on too long, I already knew where it was going. So I was like, oh, I don't really need to pay super close attention to this. And I don't need to be worried I'm going to miss things because I kind of already know what happens anyway. And it, it meant because I knew there was good stuff coming up, I would keep going. Whereas when I tried to read this book in middle school, um, well, no, maybe no, in high school, I made it all the way through Fellowship. And then I made it only partway through Two Towers. And I was like, no, this is, this is too much for me. And it's because of those really long passages without any action in them. And I just got too bored, and I put the book down. And now I was able to finally get through it. But it was really because of the movie. And audiobooks. That helped too, yeah. I, I also tried to read this in middle school, and I failed miserably. I read The Hobbit, and I kind of understood half of it or something. And then I tried to read Fellowship of the Ring, and I kind of like read the words in it. But I don't think I really knew what was happening. Yeah. Well, they're very different books. I, I read this when I was They're young, too. way deeper. I, I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it when I was in middle school. It's no. Like, it's just like, uh, it was too much going on. I didn't understand what the fuck was going on. You need a big understanding of history and language. Like, it's a nerd Just being able thing. to follow a dense narrative. That's true, too. But like to even appreciate what's going on, you can't do that unless you have a pretty rich understanding of history, you know, to understand what he's trying to emulate. And like, he's taking these elements of mythology and these elements of history and these elements of linguistic history and we're like, yeah, I'm going to weave this all together, plus a whole bunch of fucking, you know, midgets. And then say, hey, there's a book now. Like, that's hard to grasp without a lot of grounding. I, I found it. I tried to read it as a kid. hated it. Read it as an adult now. I've read twice. I think I understand half of it now. Because there's just so much fucking shit that gets referenced and thrown away really fast. I'm like, oh, by the horn of whoever the fuck gives a fuck. The horn of Baromir? And then that, we haven't seen that since the glen of who gives a dick. And then all these things just pass by, and you're like, what is that about? Who cares? It's dense. Very, yeah. So here's my question for you guys before we end. Of the beers we had today, what's the one beer to rule them all? Mm. Trade Blood? That's my pick. I think tra- Tree Blood as well. 
you know, that one was definitely good, but it was that one's just so strong. I actually don't want more than a little bit of it at a time. If I was really just going to sit and drink one, probably um, Never Tell Me the Odds was oh, my yeah, favorite for really just, you know, drinking a whole can. That one was, was pretty good. Yeah. Fantastic Voyage was really good. And they were all actually pretty solid. I have to say the um, Short Fuse is my least favorite. It was just funky. Mm-hmm. But, it, you know, you guys, we always get into the thing, like, I would never want too many of that beer, or I wouldn't want a lot of, I would want a lot of that. That's, that's the issue, right? Like, some beers are great for drinking a lot of, some beers are great for sipping one or two of, and it's almost impossible to compare them. You know, like, if the kind of beer you would drink after you, like, mowed the lawn is very different than the kind of beer you reach for after you shoveled snow. <laughs> you know, like... I feel that, yeah. Wind, you know, weather... Con- all sorts of other things affect the context of the beer. If if you could, it's kind of hard to compare them objectively, and it comes down to your just personal preference. Because I like Treble the best, but but I like Stouts. I'm actually surprised that Jimmy picked that because Jimmy typically isn't a big fan of this. No, but, but that one was pretty fucking good. It was intense. That's there. You have it. Drink some Trey Blood by McKellar. This is the second one. Or some Never Tell Me the Odds. And uh, join us next time when yeah. we finish this fucking bullshit. Stay tuned We're for it out. Stay tuned for our future episode about Return of the King. Uh, in the meantime, tell us what you thought. Send us a message or follow us on Twitter at DrunkEyesBC. Or send us an email to DrunkEyesBookClub at gmail.com. Or go to Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Eyes Book Club. Until next time, thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.